0: Hello everybody and welcome back. I hope you're all doing good. Let's pretend that this episode was actually supposed to come out this week instead of last week. I was really busy last week that I completely forgot to record and post an episode. So, we're here though. I'm I'm still going through with this. But yeah, um, my weeks have been busy. My sp- school spring break is coming up, so you know what that means? Extra work from teachers! And it really sucks, but you know, it's okay. We're gonna get a bre a break, and then a couple more weeks until summer break. And I'm just like waiting, and it's just going so slowly. Yeah. Other than that, I'm doing good. I hope you guys are all doing good. And I swear to you, this podcast is not gonna be just reviewing books and shows and stuff. But you know, every day is just becoming repetitive. Wake up, go to school. Do work, go to sleep. Like, so obviously, I spend a lot of free time just watching shows and stuff. So, yeah, this episode, we're gonna talk about another K drama, which I swear also, I'm not just gonna review K drama shows, but like, that's what's interesting right now. But yeah, so we're gonna be talking about Love Alarm and only the first season because when I originally finished watching the first season, the second season hasn't come out. And then I was going to watch the second season, but I haven't gotten around to that. And people said that it's it's, it's disappointing, so like now I'm scared to watch it because I don't want to be disappointed. But yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about in the episode. So just sit back, listen. I hope you enjoy. And again, if you haven't seen it, obviously there's going to be spoilers. But yeah, just listen. And before I end off this segment... <laughs> If you do not already, go follow me on my Instagram, at crappy corner Podcast. That's basically when I announce that the episodes are released. But yeah, go check it out, and I'll get on with this episode. Okay, before I begin, I just want to give a slight trigger warning at the mention of suicide, because in the show, it does mention it a couple times or hint at it a couple times, but it doesn't place a lot of importance into the plot, So I'll try my best not to go too much into detail and, like, spend a couple minutes talking on it. But, yeah, I just wanted to give a chicken warning before I get in. But, yeah, so basically we're going to be talking about Love Alarm. It's a K-drama that's on Netflix. Um, Like I mentioned before, it only had one season when I watched it, but season two has already come out. And I have not seen it. People said it's disappointing, and I'm, like, nervous to find that out. But yeah, so basically Love Alarm is about this show not this show, <laughs> these like it starts off in a high school setting and there's this app called Love Alarm. And basically what the app does is if both people have it, well basically it's a popular app, so majority of the school has it to begin with. And it shows um and when you have it on, when you have it open, it shows someone in a ten meter radius likes you. so like when you're walking around and you're holding this phone it searches for who can have a crush on you if they're in your 10 meter radius and it'll only work if that person has love alarm and if that person's love alarm is on so like if I have this phone and my app and my love alarm's open the app's open and I'm walking and I pass by my crush his love alarm will ding like get a notification to show that like I like him But the thing about the love alarm is it doesn't show who likes you. So if you're in a group of people, so that's like, that's what occurs a lot in the show. Like people will push their friends into like groups of like girls or boys and try and ring other people's love alarm because it doesn't specify who likes you unless it's just you and one other person in the 10 meter meter radius. So yeah, that's basically what the app is and it was created by one of the students at the school um his name is Doku and oh my goodness he, i love him so much he's one of my favorite characters he's so he's so tiny but he made this he made the app for the purpose of being able to tell his crush that he likes her and i realized i should have gone to the characters so, so that's one of the characters and he's not the lead though the leads of This K drama is JoJo, who is the main girl, who, as you can expect from a lot of K dramas, is stuck in a love triangle with Suno or Suno. I think it's Suno, but I might say Suno. We'll see. And He Young and those two boys, both like JoJo, and JoJo, you know, likes one. You know, yeah, basically so those are the main three characters the one that the show really focuses on and Jojo has a cousin Gumi who was Doku's crush what so like she was the reason Doku made the love alarm app but she's like this really popular girl who like thinks she's better than everyone and is basically the school bully and Doku's the little geek so like she doesn't like him obviously but she doesn't know that he's the love alarm creator and she's like, oh, my type is whoever created Love Alarm. He's probably so romantic. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah. <laughs> Those are, like, the gist of the characters. Um, so, yeah. Getting it more into the plot. JoJo is the main girl who, like, the story revolves around her. And she went to school with He Young... And He Young had this major crush on her, right? And JoJo, for the beginning part of Love Alarm, like, didn't have the app. So, like, she had no idea, like, who liked her. And no one knew if she liked anyone back because she didn't have the app. And Hee Young really liked her. And He Young, he's a really cute character. The only issue is he would follow her a lot, which... Not, like, stalking in a set, like... He wouldn't wait outside her window or outside her house. He would just, like, follow her, like, to the bus stop and stuff. But it was kind of sus. But, um, other than that, he had, like, really good intentions, and he was really sweet, and I liked him. And he was obviously too scared to tell Jojo, and she didn't have the app, so she couldn't tell that he liked her back. And then Hyung's youngs friend, So-nu, um is I guess the son of like this really rich lady and so he has a lot of money and then he came to the school I forgot where he come where he came from but he and uh he young like grew up together so then like Sonu came back from wherever and started going back to school with he young and he noticed how he young liked Jojo and would follow her around and stuff and so then they started to get into an argument and Sonu was like, Yay, hey, what <laughs> English. He was like, Hey, do you like JoJo? and He Young's like, No, I don't and then he Sunim got like really mad. And this this took over like two episodes. Like he he would pressure Hee Young into telling him, like, do you like Jojo or not? And Hee-young was like, No, I don't And was like, Okay, you're lying, but whatever. So then they got in a whole argument about that until um Sonu randomly started to get to know Jojo and you can see where this is going he like started to like her even though his best friend already liked her and this is where like the plot kicks off where Sonu followed Jojo because they were all ha- they were heading in the same direction to begin with and then they stopped and then Sono kissed Jojo like, that. That's where the story takes off. He, he knew his best friend liked her, and he wanted He Young to ask Jojo out because he knew He Young was lying. But then Sono just like kissed Jojo, which made Jojo like catch feelings, and it was so frustrating. I was just like because despite despite all the following he young did I was like I'm still team he young I was just like he needs to get Jojo like he he should be the one to end up with her right I'm like yeah the following's like really not okay and I don't like the fact that he's following her but like his liking for her was so genuine and stuff and then Sonu comes in and just kisses her and then they start dating and I was just like what the heck? Like He Young deserved the girl. He deserved Jojo. Sono just came in and like took her away even knowing He Young liked her. And I was so mad. Like I'm I'm team He Young. I think he deserves JoJo. But whatever. <laughs> Moving on. After the kiss, um Sono and Jojo started dating, like they became boyfriend and girlfriend. And that got Jojo like Kinda like a lot of stares and stuff because Sunna's like this really handsome, rich man that like all the girls fall for and yet JoJo's the one dating him. And then like he young found out and then obviously he got mad and then they were in a fight over a girl. Kinda basic, like the like the show itself's really interesting, but trying to explain the trying to explain the plot sounds really basic. But yeah, so then Sonu and Jojo start going out and Jojo finally downloads Love Alarm and basically Sonu like um, like they make sure to ring their each other's love alarm. <laughs> it's because I watched this I watched this sh- with my mom and um ha- so many times people are like ring my love alarm and I'm like that just me and my mom were like that just sounds so Odd, out of context. So, like, if I say that in laughter in this episode, just know I had the maturity of a 12-year-old boy. So, that explains why I'm laughing. But, yeah, so, like, Sona would always be, like, ring my love alarm. And then they would, like, ring the love alarm. Like, they'd walk away and then, like, meet at 10 meters and, like, hear the dings. Because both of their love alarm would go off. And, it like, it was really cute and all, but... Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Yeah, so then the c- couple episodes go on. They're together. Um, um, I was like, should I add this piece of Jojo had a boyfriend to begin at the at the beginning of the show. She had one, but then like she didn't have love alarm right, so he- she couldn't tell her real feelings to him because she never liked him. And then she finally got the app, and they broke up because she didn't ring his love alarm. But he didn't ring her love alarm either, so he didn't like her back, but he didn't know that. But yeah, so they broke it off, and then JoJo went with Sonu. And then... What happened? Yeah, so then the couple episodes go on, and they're dating. And then all of a sudden, um... Uh, JoJo's ex-boyfriend beat up Sonu. But then He young came in to fight back and protect Sonu, because he young ever since he young and sono were growing up he young would always protect sono and like help him basically so then all three of them got into a fight all over jojo and then he young was taken to like the little like not hospital um not nursery i can't think the little nurse office yeah um at the school and jojo found out that like all three of the boys like got in a fight or she found out about Sonu and her ex and so she's walking around and as she's walking she passes by the nurse's office and her love alarm rings right but when she opens the door it's not Sono and it's He young and He young realized like that's the moment he essentially told her that he had a crush on her because her love alarm rang but it wasn't Sonu it was Hee-young and then, obviously, that just starts the new drama. It stirs up something new. And, yeah, so then that's how Jojo out, finds out finds He-young likes her. But that but she still goes out with Sonu. And then, now, He-young likes her and has to stay away from her because he doesn't want to ring her love alarm when Sonu's around, and so, like, he starts, like, ditching Sonu and Jojo, and then, like, Sonu gets mad, and let me, so, the amount of time Sonu gets mad over the little things is so frustrating, and I'm just, like, boy, you took your best friend's girlfriend, or er, best friend's crush just by kissing her, and that's what pisses me off, that's, like, what bugs me about this show, and that's why I don't, like, Sonu, like, he's really cute. And is a good boyfriend. But the way they got together is what makes me not like him. And that's what makes me team he young instead of team so new. Because I'm like, he just kissed her for no reason. Like, out of impulse. And yet, they're dating. Like, it makes no sense. But yeah, that's for a couple episodes. Um, they're taken to this island for a school field trip. And Jojo grew up on this island and uh, she has extreme trauma from that island because her parents, um, this is where the trigger warning comes in, uh, tried to kill off the family because they were in like a lot of debt or something. And so the way it happened was like the parents like boarded up all the windows and stuff and like started a fire and they were just going to like suffocate, Right. So yeah, that was the trick of one. Day. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna- I don't want to go into too much depth because, like, it's not the nicest subject. Um, so JoJo obviously got a lot of trauma from that and it took her a lot of persuading to go on this trip. And when she went on the trip, um, the girls and boys are separated, obviously, right? But then, like, at night, they all went into, like, one room to start, like, doing games and drinking and stuff. And then a fire started, which re- which started off Jojo's, like, trauma again, and she started, like, freaking out, and she couldn't leave because her instinct was, like, to break open the window because that's how she got away when she was younger instead of running out the room. And then, so she panicked, and then everyone, like, put out the fire and then was just, like, what's wrong with her? Why is she freaking out like that? Which I'm just, like it's a fire and she's crying like obviously they didn't know her trauma but like you don't need to stare at her and give her dirty looks like that yeah and then so sono takes her obviously like he's being a comforting boyfriend like i'm so sorry this happened to you. blah 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 and then he's just like let's just go so then he took like those tiny motorcycles and then they just like drove which they straight up just left the field trip and i was like okay and as they're driving Uh, someone gets distracted and they crash yeah they crashed and then this is where the show gets really confusing and the plot holes make no sense because it keeps randomly time jumping back and forth but they don't specify when it's a time jump so like all of a sudden it's like they're crashing but then now she's crossing the sidewalk like a couple years old or like graduating like she already graduated and I realize what I'm saying is not making no sense let me go back they crashed and that made Jojo realize like I don't want to lose my boyfriend right like not in the sense like he dies but like I just don't want to lose him because Jojo lives with her cousin and aunt who treat her horribly so she feels that she has no one to love and so she felt that Sono was the only one who loved her back and she didn't want to lose that. Um, I guess that's what the crash made her realize. So then she broke up with him. But, like, either he had memory loss or or I don't know. Because then all of a sudden, it, time jumps a couple years later where, like, they already graduated. Everyone has jobs, right? They're all adulting. And the clip shows her walking or crossing the sidewalk and she passes Sonu, and then He young comes out of nowhere, and, like, her love alarm rings, but it's only one. It's it's only one love alarm that—or it's only one notification, right? So she doesn't know if it's he young or Sonu, but she still likes Sonu. But then he has, like, a different girlfriend, because it's in the future. But he paid no attention to her, but he young noticed Jojo. Like, it was confusing. So, yeah, um, a little more later in the show, um, Jojo meets with Doku, who is the creator of Love Alarm, and he gives her this new phone that he was going to give to, uh, Gumi, her cousin, but she didn't show up to the thing because she doesn't like Doku. And so he gives her this phone, and on the phone is, um this thing that suppo- it's a barrier almost like so that your love alarm won't ring someone else's if you activate it and so that's how Jojo essentially broke up with Sonu because she took the barrier and installed it and the thing about it though is you can't uninstall it and only the creator can and so she installed it and basically her she met up with Sonu, and she's just like, I don't like you, and he's like, prove it, so they pull out their apps, and Sonu rings JoJo's love alarm, but because of the barrier, she doesn't ring his back, even though she still likes him, and um, then um, that's how they break it off, and I don't know if it was in the future, or they're still in high school, but then Hee-young and Jojo got together, like, not as dating, but they met up, and Hee-young was like, yeah, I like you, like, oh no, this is in the future, okay, I'm so sorry, I'm explaining this horribly, I just, I highly suggest just watching the show, because it's really good, at least the first season, um, I haven't watched the second season, and I'm scared to, because people say it's bad, but anyway, and, so, then they break off. Fast forward to the future. They're graduated. They all have jobs and stuff. Um, he young still likes Jojo. And, like, I don't know if Sonu forgot about her. But he, like, doesn't think about her for a while. And He young starts to, like, try and get with Jojo. But, like, the old-fashioned way. By, like, asking her out and stuff. Instead of, like, using an app. And so... Then Jojo kind of starts to catch feelings, but like she can't express that because she doesn't want to say. And she still has the barrier after all these years because um, cause only the creator can disable it, right? But here's another trigger warning. Um, At one point in the episode, this is because Doku has always been bullied by Gumi and other people making fun of him by liking her. And so, um, when Gumi never liked him back, it, like, really upset him and it put him in a depressed state. And, um, they show him, like, jumping out a window, but, like, and then, obviously, he isn't seen through the rest of the show. Except one part, we're gonna get into that later. But, yeah, so, like, he jumps out a window. Anyway, um, sorry, I won't, <laughs> won't mention it more. And so Jojo still has the barrier because he was the creator of the app and only he can disable it. And so she's had it all these years, even after graduation and stuff. Even when she tried to get a new phone and she reinstalled the app, it's still there because the app, like, connects to your heart, I guess. Like, it's kind of scary the way they explain it, but it, like, connects to your heart. And I guess it, like, Reddit and was just like, oh, she has the barrier. So, no matter how many new phones she gets, that barrier still stays on her app. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, so she can't like express her feelings towards He Young like that. But He Young's like, whatever, like, let's just do this old fashioned way, like, let's go on dates and stuff. And then Sonu finds out that He Young's like starting to talk to JoJo and then gets mad, even though he has his girlfriend. And that girl, I feel so bad because, like, she's so nice, and I'm like, she deserves better because she rings Sona's love alarm, but he doesn't ring hers, and she's like, that's okay, I still like you, and I'm like, no, honey, like, you're so nice, like, get a better boyfriend, but they're still together, and then Sonu realizes he still has feelings for Jojo and gets mad that he Young's starting to talk to her, and he's just like, I don't want you to... Well, no, he he finds Jojo and rings her love alarm still. And he's just like, I want you to stay away from Hee-young because I don't want you to hurt him like you hurt me, which, yeah, that's how it goes. And Hee-young, and then he said the same thing to Hee-young. He's like, I don't want you to get hurt, blah, blah, blah. And He youngs like, bruh, like, we're not in high school anymore. I can do what I want. Like, if I want to talk to Jojo, I'm going to talk to Jojo. And... Yeah, so then He young starts, like, having Jojo hang out with him and stuff, and this is where I'm, like, team He young because it's so cute. Like, there's a part where, um, Jojo and Hee-young are at this bridge, and Hee-young's just, like, if you're mad or somebody, if you have anything to say, just scream it out. Like, I'm not gonna hear. And so then he young was just, like, yell out into the world it'll make you feel so much better and then he runs away like he's still at the bridge but like far enough so he can't really hear jojo which i just think it's so cute he's just like i'm not gonna hear you just yell and so like jojo yells is at yells out whatever's on her mind to make herself feel better and she's like oh it worked so she's like he young you do it Yell. she says yell what's on your mind and this is where it's so cute so he like okay and then he faces the water and he starts yelling her name, he starts yelling JoJo because that's what's on his mind. And I was just like, that's so cute. Like like Team Team He-Young right there, like I know the following was like so weird. I mean he doesn't follow her anymore, obviously. But I'm just like, Team He-Young, let's go. And then that's when JoJo was like, oh my gosh, like I think that's when feelings for him starts to like really like come to her. And They hang out more, and Sonu is just, like, being all pouty and stuff and, like, whatever. And at one point, um, Jojo and Sonu and Sonu's girlfriend, like, get together, and he, Sonu rings Jojo's love alarm, and then the girlfriend realizes and was just, like, oh, like, so he can ring people's love alarms and stuff, like, that happened at one point, and then I think it, oh, no, just kidding, it does not end like that, but then Jojo and Hee-young start getting closer and stuff, and Sonu's being all, like, pouty and, like, mm, like stop, don't do that, you're gonna hurt him or whatever, which I'm just, like, Sony, like, yeah, you're cute and all, but, like, shut up, like, leave, go apologize to your girlfriend or something, like, anyway, and another cute scene with Jojo and Hee-young is Hee-young, um, because Jojo never told anyone about the barrier, I don't think. Unless she mentioned it to Hee-young. But I don't think so. And it was so cute. So, like, they met, they got together. They met together at one point, And Hyung young was like, it's okay if you can't ring my love alarm because I can ring yours. And so then he was on his bike. And what he kept doing is he kept riding in and out of the 10 meter thing to keep ringing the love alarm. So he would, like, ride right away and then ride back, and then JoJo's phone would ding, like, as the love alarm notification, and he kept doing that just to keep making it ding, and I was like, that's just so cute, it's so pure, and I'm just like, they need to get together, and, um, yeah, so then JoJo, like, comes to this, like, realization, she's just like, I need to get this barrier remo- removed, because I don't know who I truly have feelings for, I don't know if it's he young or Sonu, and I can't tell, because I can't ring either of their alarms, and then, love, and so she tries to find the creator, because the last couple episodes end with, um, this big Love Alarm 2 app coming out, like, essentially a bigger update, um, and they're supposed to have a party, and this is where the creator reveals himself, because after all these Love Alarm, after all the years Love Alarm was out, um, the creator never revealed himself, he had a secret identity, and a new, a new app, or, like, a second version of Love Alarm was supposed to come out, and it was a big party, and the creator was supposed to reveal himself, and Jojo got invited, because she started doing all these drawings, and, like, posting them on Instagram, and got, like, famous for it, so she got an invite, and so she's, like, okay, I'm gonna find this creator, and, um, Have him remove the barrier, right? And this is where it was like really confusing because I'm pretty sure she knew uh, Doku, but I don't know. (laughs) So then she goes to this party, and the creator is not Doku, which, like, you know, but, um, so then this guy, like, pretends he was the creator of the app, which he wasn't because it was Doku, but yeah anyway, you can connect the dots um and then this protest started where people who were like against love alarm like started protesting outside like where the party was happening and stuff or where the conference was happening, and basically, it ends with people protesting, and in this van was someone who was like, You need to get rid of this app it's like it it's bad like it it connects to a hearts it's like it's taking data from us or whatever, but it also, like, puts people in a depressive state because if no one can ring their love alarm, then they feel like they're not loved or whatever. And then it ends with zooming in on the person in the van or, like, zooming in on their profile so it doesn't necessarily show their face. And I swear to you, that soap pot... That soap pot... Oh, my goodness, I can't English! That soap... <laughs> that side profile looked exactly like... Doku's and I was just like, okay, see, see, it's him. I'm like, I knew he didn't die. I'm like, he's still there, because I was like, if they killed him off, I would have cried. And I'm just like, it's him, it's him. But I'm like, I didn't watch season two, so I don't know if it's true. But it, it definitely was because like Doku had this like, weird like peach fuzz mustache, and I'm like, so did the guy in the van. I'm like, it's literally him. And that's basically how it ends with like the protests and stuff, and I'm like, see. It's Doku. And then, like, me and my mom were discussing, like, oh, so, like, clearly because he experienced not having his love alarm ring because he was, like, the tiny nerd that, like, everyone thought was weird, right? So like, no one rung his love alarm. And so, obviously, he understood how that felt and stuff, and he witnessed, like, everyone, like, a lot of other people feeling the same way. So I'm, like, now he's leading the protest, but also because, like, now this guy... Is pretending to be the app creator, so it just gets really big, and I was just like, like okay, okay, Jojo didn't end up with either of them. I'm Team Hee Young. I hope Jojo ends up with Hee Young, and I just I truly I really hope that that's Doku in the car. But yeah, I didn't watch season two, so I can't like confirm anything. But that's basically how it ended, and I'm like, I talked about this for thirty minutes, and I'm so sorry. I probably explained it horribly but yeah it's on netflix it's called love alarm i'm team Hee young Doku's my favorite character and i swear to you i truly hope that that's him in the van and if it's not i'm suing but yeah that's basically it for the talk um again yeah it's called love alarm it's on netflix both seasons are I- both seasons are out, so if you're interested, go watch it. And yeah, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, that was it for the episode. Um yeah, 30 minutes of me talking about a show, not in the best way possible, because I rambled in instead of like following talking points. My bad. Literally, the only thing I wrote down were the character names. And I was just like, oops. But yeah, I'll make sure to find better topics for episodes. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for listening. If you have not already, go follow my Instagram at Crappy Podcast, And I'll see you in the next episode.